You are listening to the Real Happy Mom Podcast, the weekly podcast for busy working moms to get inspiration, encouragement, and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. My name is Tony Ann, and you are listening to episode 175. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Real Happy Mom Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is your first time, oh, welcome to the podcast. This week, I am super excited because I have a really awesome guest that is going to help us with just getting some more time for ourselves. Like, let's just be honest. As moms, it seems like we have a million and one things to do, and there never seems to be enough time, especially time to do things that we enjoy unless we are very, very intentional about getting those things done. So I definitely wanted to have my guest, Alyssa, come on and talk to us about how we can be more like her when she finds time every day for herself. And she does it with multiple kids around. Like I was pretty shocked when she told me that she homeschools. I want to say it was five kids. And yeah, she still has time for herself every single day. And so I wanted you to hear how she does it and see if some of the things that she shared, you can begin to implement because I know a lot of times you can hear these stories and be like, yeah, that's simple for you, but I have this going on. And yes, that's true. But hear her out and listen to some of the techniques that she uses to get things done in the house, as well as make sure that she has time for herself as a busy mom. Now, before we jump into this week's episode, wanted to make sure that you knew about the Real Happy Mom merch. Yes, Real Happy Mom now has merch, and I want to make sure that you get to sport some of it, you get to have some of it, and yeah, I want you to look good, and I want you to get some of this merch. So head on over to realhappymom.com slash merch, and you'll be able to check out some of the things that I'm talking about there. There's t-shirts, totes, there's um, phone cases, mugs, the whole nine. So you can find something that works for you and fits your style and budget. So um, again, Real Happy Mom merch is at realhappymom.com slash merch. All right. Now that we have that out of the way, let's go ahead and jump on in to this week's episode. All right. So today I have Alyssa on the podcast. Super excited to have you. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Tony. I'm excited to be here. Yes. And happy Friday to you. We were just chit-chatting over here and um, I am really excited to talk to you about this particular episode as far as some mindfulness hacks. But before we jump into our topic for today, I wanted you to share a little bit about you and what you do. Thanks. So as you said, my name's Alyssa and I am mom to five kids right now. They're ages two through 13. So that means I have over 11 years of experience balancing multiple kids while still getting time to myself and keeping my sanity every day. So that's why I wanted to specialize in simplifying life for introverted moms everywhere, which includes your stuff as well as your schedule. Because once your life is simple and you're not dealing with that overwhelm every day, you can go out and make the difference in the world you were put here for, and you can enjoy being around your kids way more. Yes, I'm loving that. And Alyssa, really quick, like I took the Myers-Briggs test and I found out that I was a big fat I, and I thought I was a big E. (laughs) You would think since I talk to people all the time that I would be an E, but I am an I. And the reason why I was like, at first I was like, oh, this isn't right. But then once I like accepted it and was like, yeah, this is right. 
was because I realized like where I get my energy from. So when I've had a long day, like I don't want to be around people, not even my, my beautiful kids. Like I'm just like, leave me alone. Like, let me go in my corner and just relax for a second. So um, when I saw that you talked to introverted moms, I was like, yeah, that's me too. That's me too. <laughs> so I'm super excited um, that we can connect on that level. But I know that you mentioned that you have experience with um, dealing with, you know, the kids and life. And I was just wondering if there was ever a point where you were just either feeling burnt out or you just felt like you were losing it. Like what led you to get to where you are now? It actually was almost the opposite. It was more that I knew I wanted like two to three hours every day to myself to read books because I'm a huge reader and that's my recharging hobby. And I like reading half the book or preferably the whole book in one sitting. So I started off with like about when I had two kids saying, okay, so how can I structure my life so I can keep this? And I don't get to where I see the other moms around me just absolutely zooified to, you know, everything. I like that. So you still manage to read whole books or at least you said half books even now? Yes. So I still have the same quiet time, nap time schedule. Nice. Yeah. You're going to have to show the secrets on that one because I know moms are probably like, how do you get time to do that? And are you a speed reader? (laughs) Well, a little bit. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. So how did you start or where did you begin with setting up um, this time so that you had the the time every day to, to read? Well, the easiest thing for me to do at that point was the nap time. I had my kids down from like 1 to 4 p.m. every day when they, um, when my two oldest were just babies and toddlers. So they've grown up never knowing anything different. And then as I kept having kids, they all got that same schedule too. And then when they grew out of naps, I said, okay, this is your room time. You do not have to be with your siblings. You do not have to share anymore. You can just do something all by yourself. So I kind of sold it to them as personal refreshment time. So, you know, you can quit with the schoolwork. You can quit with the chores, go take a break and do something fun. So that's where I began was taking the three hours to myself in the afternoon. So no matter how crazy the morning and lunchtime got, I knew I had that time to look forward to. I love it. Love it. Now you mentioned during the day, but I know a lot of the moms that are listening are busy working moms. And at the end of the day, at least I'm raising my hand saying for me, that is when you feel like you're going to lose it. So I'm wondering how can moms make it to the end of the day with their sanity intact? Like, what do you have for us on that one? So my first thing is make sure you're getting that time to yourself. If you're at home with your kids, I did the nap time that really helps me hit the dinner homework thing with a lot of energy instead of being at the end of my rope and then still having to deal with schoolwork and chores and kitchen cleanup and kitchen cooking and all that. So if you've already had a pocket of time to yourself, you'll have a lot is to pay attention to your needs, not just your to-do list needs, because the to-do list is going to be screaming at you all day long. Do this, do this, and do the other. But you are way more important and your energy doesn't necessarily correspond to your to-do list, right? Yeah, definitely. So what I like to do is suggest you check in with yourself at a couple points during the day, maybe before you start the day and partway through the morning. And then 
if you're at home with small kids around nap time and you look and say, okay, how much energy do I personally have right now? And do I need to like leave the rest of my to-do list for tomorrow instead of pushing through and saying, but I have five more things left when you're just totally wiped from the kids. Got it. Got it. Now you shared one thing that really stood out to me here, and that was pay attention to your needs. And I think that that is one of those things that is, is, um, simple, but not always easy for us as moms, because we see that list of things that we need to get done, or we see the house is a mess and we feel like we have to get those things done. But, um, I'm wondering if it's, do you have to, or do you find that you have to either like, you know, get away from those things or like, how do you get yourself to be like, okay, no, like we're not going to go back in the kitchen and wash dishes and, <laughs> and, and start meal prepping. We're, we're going to actually go and sit down and have some quiet time um, so that you can have time for yourself. Cause again, as an introverted mom, we need times by ourselves. Like that's how we, we feel and recharge. So I'm wondering how you do that. Absolutely. So I like to shove all of my to-dos either post-nap time or pre-nap time, preferably more like the morning because that's when my highest energy times are. So the question is, when is your highest energy time? Because it might not be 5 a.m. like all the productivity people want to try to tell us. Then I'm looking at really paring down my to-do list and saying, okay, but does this really have to get done today? I mean, if your kitchen is, you know, an inch high in crumbs, all right, you do need to clean the kitchen. But if it looks pretty good and there are some crumbs and you're totally out of energy, do you really have to do it now? It's that kind of, hmm, can I bump this without any repercussions? So you're getting rid of all of the nice to haves from that to-do list and just saying, okay, what do I need? Do I have supper today? Do I have... You know, is there a cleaning chore that really has to get done today because I have no time tomorrow? Um, and, you know, because they're all changed and fed and dropped off at school, that kind of a thing. And, you know, forget the organize the closet projects. Yeah, no, that that's good, because I know that there have been many times that I will walk past the kitchen. and I'll be like, oh, my gosh, like that little piece of paper or that, um, you know, pile of food that my kids forgot to scrape into the trash can is really <laughs> irking me. So I'm going to go clean it up. Next thing you know, I'm in there 20 minutes later and I'm still cleaning up because there's always something more that you can do. Um, so I love that you said the the nice to haves. We can um, put that to the side because yeah, there's a lot of nice to haves that I, I'm learning now that I can, those can wait. Those can definitely wait. Yes. Now, Alyssa, I know that you also talk about um, some ways that we can invite some more mindfulness hacks for us as busy moms. So I was wondering, what are some easy mindfulness hacks that we can implement or some that have actually helped change your life? Sure. So these aren't maybe quite the usual questions, but I found them really helpful for me. Number one was, what would I love to get done today? And limit yourself to three things total. So don't start with this really crammed to-do list. And it's not, what should I get done today? It's, what would I like to get done today? What's my personal priority? Yes, yes. I like that question because I know a lot of times <laughs> I think I will see my to-do list and be like, okay, like how much can I cram? Like in two hours, mm -hmm. like let's do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I love um, that question definitely helps to highlight what 
I really want and need to get done because I know a lot of times our to-do list, um, it's a lot, but there's certain things that I know will make us feel like we had a great day or make us feel successful. So I love how you highlight it with that question. Exactly. Because we want to find out what that successful day is going to be for ourselves. That's how we're going to end the day feeling really happy about it. So the second question is back to what we talked about earlier, what needs to get done. You might have some really deep tub cleaning that has to get done and you're not really thrilled about it, but it might still have to go on your list. So we do want to be aware that there might be a couple things on your list that aren't really, I don't know, joy giving, but they still do need to be in there. So just ask yourself, okay, is there anything that absolutely must happen? It's just one of those go do it items that I'm going to need to talk myself, you know, talk myself up into doing. Gotcha. Gotcha. I like that. And then the last thing is, what do I feel like doing next? You've got your list of what you want to get done to feel like it was a good day. You've got your list of this absolutely must happen today. So which of those things do you feel most like doing? We usually think productivity is all about, okay, max, you know, bang for buck time-wise. And which one should I do first? And what's the biggest job or something? What if you just said, which of these sounds easiest? Which of these am I most motivated to do instead of trying to force yourself into some random person's idea of the best one to do next? Yeah, definitely. Because I I know I've really had to focus on what is important for me and not what others think I should be doing, because (laughs) it's easy to get in the trap of feeling like, oh, I have to get this done and this done when Yeah, I don't even have the energy for half of that. So I love those questions. So really, I just wanted to recap those because they were really good. Is what do, um, what would I love to get done today? What needs to get done? And what do I feel like doing next? Those are so, so good. Yeah, because that'll help you see where your energy is. You might have a couple of different things in your to-do list. And one is sitting at the computer researching something. And then the other one is, you know, three loads of laundry. And the researching might be really, really important to do. So you could do that one when your brain is stonked out and it's important. And then maybe when you're refreshed, you will have the energy for the laundry. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me. I said, I cannot do this. I should really force myself to push through. And I chose not to. I chose to go off my introvert energy needs. And I did the easier thing on my list first. And then two hours later, I suddenly jumped up and I felt like, I had a ton of energy again. I wanted a break. I wanted to get off my rear end. And I went and did that thing in like 10 minutes. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you. Now, Alyssa, I'm just sitting here thinking about, you know, all of these things and how I can definitely implement (laughs) a lot of this right now. Um, But I'm just thinking about the mom who is, trying to do better about making herself a priority and, um, you know, doing better as far as um, implementing more of those wellness habits. Um, Because I know a lot of times we think like, oh, you know, self-care is like, I need to go do a bubble bath, get a massage, which (laughs) all is nice, but there are some other things that will definitely help build us up. And I think a lot of times we forget about some of those basic things like sleep and drinking enough water, and um, eating nutritious food. So I'm just wondering, what are some of the habits that you've implemented, especially a mom of multiple kids, so that you're making sure that you're getting yourself taken care of? First thing, absolute top priority is getting quiet. Since you're an introvert, you understand this. 
I have to have time where the kids are not coming in every five minutes or even every 15 minutes and asking me to go look at their block towers, you know, referee the sibling fights or, you know, so-and-so poked me and called me names. I need that quiet and that break from them. And that is the number one thing on my list. The second thing is I tend to need time to process, whether that's, you know, journaling or thinking out loud. I need time to go through my day and just work out stuff I didn't even know was bugging me kind of a thing. Just kind of wind down from to do, to do, to do, or even reading a book. You know, there's, there can be an in-between letting yourself just think and just be. So I like to either journal or go for a walk by myself for that. It's something that really makes me feel balanced and I had enough time and space in my day. If I have enough time to go on a walk or journal, I feel like I have a luxurious amount of time. Oh yeah, I, I'm definitely with you on that one. Definitely would love to get out and take a walk and journal every day. But the days I do do it, I feel like I'm the queen bee around here. I'm like, yes, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And then it helps you feel a little more virtuous too, because it's like, I combined movement with journaling. It's not just, oh, I took time to journal. Ooh, look at me. It's no, no, no. I was getting my steps in, you know, I was getting the energy in the workout almost. So that's how I usually trick myself into doing movement is say, I really need to think about this or I want some time to myself. So just go pace around the living room. You'll be happier afterwards. Yes, yes, definitely. Because it, it has been many times that I'm like, okay, like my step count isn't looking so great because I still wear my old Fitbit and it will still say 2000 steps. And that is like not good at five o'clock. So yeah, pacing <laughs> around the house is definitely a good one to get those steps in. But also, um, like you said, keep your the movement going so that we're keeping ourselves in um, tip top shape here, but I'm loving this. Alyssa, you've given us a lot of really great things that I know that, you know, at least one thing that we can do to um, at least make our evenings and our days not feel so, so crazy and chaotic, especially at the end of the day, because like I said, at the end of the day, that's when it's like, I'm starting to slowly unravel. So I'm loving all these things that you've given us, but I'm wondering if there's anything else that you didn't get to mention that you wanted to talk to us about um, before we signed off. I think just that make sure you're getting some time before evening. As you said, when you're working and you've got kids, you often it's like the late evening is your only chance to take a break and recuperate. But I don't know about you, but I can't go eight, 10, 12 hours full on with family and work and just make it through in, you know, good mindset, happy mom, you know, parenting well. I really need to build in a break somewhere earlier because if I shove everything off to the evening, there's still, you know, kitchen cleanup and getting prepped for the next day because I'm a big believer in that. And then you want to spend time with your husband. And then pretty soon it's like, shoot, I should really go to bed. But wait, I haven't had my me time yet. So I like to be a little unconventional and try to schedule your time for yourself in earlier in the day. So it's not too much on your evening. Yes. Yes. I love it. Love it. Now, Alyssa, I really appreciate everything that you have shared with us today. I know that there are moms that are listening that probably want to hear more from you as far as any more practical things that can help with making our day-to-day lives easier. 
or just want to learn more about you. So I'm wondering where can we find you online if we want to connect with you? Go to yourunbusylife.com and there'll be a new podcast episode every Tuesday for it. Perfect. Perfect. I will make sure to include those links in the show notes, as well as any other um, social media links that you may have. They will be all in the show notes. Thank you again, Alyssa. This has been so much fun talking to you. Same here, Tony Ann. Now that does it for this week's episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links in show notes, head on over to realhappymom.com slash 175. There you will find a Cliff's Note version of this podcast episode, as well as all of the links that were mentioned here today. And do me a favor, if you found this podcast episode helpful, leave me a five-star rate and review to let me know that you enjoyed it. And if you are like, Tony Ann, I don't even know how to do that. Do me a favor, just share this with another mom friend that you know could use some help, some inspiration, some encouragement, or just some of these practical things that we share here on the podcast. It would help me out so much and I'd be super, super grateful. And yeah, sharing is caring. So share it with a friend. All right. Now that does it for this week. I'll be back again next week for another full episode. Take care and with lots of love.